What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the discipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. Uh, I need to ask for prayer because I'll be going to camp in a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like old people at camp with hills and <laughs> all manner of things. I don't know why that's not a reality show. Old people at camp. Just follow me around with a camera and you'll watch me just falling in a ditch or <laughs> just laying by the side of the road trying to recoup. Just going, I'll be, I'm okay. Just give me a second. I'm just, I'm just trying to catch my breath, okay? So, yeah, oh, big ratings there, I'm sure. Big ratings. Today I got a banger of an episode today with travel advisor and my friend John Rogers from Travel Mail and he is going to be sharing about how to plan a great youth trip. Do you have any youth trips planned? I bet you do. Well, let me tell you what, this episode is for you. Lots of tips, lots of ideas, lots of fun. We share some great stories here. If you are needing help planning your trip, maybe you need tickets to a theme park, maybe you need help with accommodations or flights, reach out to my friend John. All his information will be down in the show notes below. In addition, if you are not a subscriber to my newsletter, the Youth Ministry Roundup, now is a great time to do so because I have put together, uh, John's got 10 tips and I take those 10 tips and I have actually made a 12 part audio series. That's right. I have a little bit of fun up front and then I go through each of the tips and I elaborate on them and it's a lot of fun. So if you are wanting a more expansive version of this and you want step-by-steps and kind of go through what's inside of my mind when I'm planning trips and why maybe these are tips are important to you, well, then go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. That link will be down in the show notes as well and you'll receive the 20-page PDF plus the 12 audio sessions that I do. And then after that, you will get a newsletter in your box every week, packed with videos, articles, and more uh, to help you build a successful youth ministry. All right, that's enough of that. Now let's jump into my interview with travel advisor, John Rogers, and how to plan an unforgettable youth trip. John Rogers, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Paul. Glad to be here. I know that we have a, a brief history uh, of being in youth ministry together. Yes. You got you got smart and uh, and left, and uh, I'm still here. You have left me behind. <laughs> been left uh, behind. <laughs> I try. I've been left behind. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, we've seen each other at conventions. We've had lunches together. We've uh, mm-hmm. we've seen each other in and out throughout the years, and uh, and so I want people to know. I know you're, we'll talk about your, your current adventure mm-hmm. uh, towards the end, but I want people to know you uh, as John, the youth pastor. What sure. Was that, how, did, how did we get there? How did we get to youth ministry? So um, I'll give you the, the Reader's Digest version, uh, but basically I have a, when I was a, a child and even a teen, um, was volunteering all across the church world. It started off as a seventh grader volunteering with preschool VBS, and then just just kind of stepped up in age groups uh, from there, volunteering at different places in the local church at my church rec center, day camps and all the things in college. I worked for uh, a Christian summer youth camp, one of the ones that is hosted at, you know, like conference centers and universities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had the chance to interact with a lot of different youth pastors from around the country and uh, get to know their youth groups as well. Ones that would come and volunteer alongside the summer staff. I did that for six summers. And I went to seminary uh, after I finished my undergraduate degree and was just sort of praying through that whole process. And then just kind of uh, in hindsight, saw God placing me in particular moments uh, throughout my 
you know, story of life, as it were, and realized that he had called me to congregational youth ministry specifically. And, uh, you know, so uh, since, you know, all those things have happened, I've uh, worked in youth ministry full-time, part-time, multivocational, you know, volunteer, interim, you know, camp ministry. So a little bit of everything uh, in, in there in the world of youth ministry and did that for around 20 years. Golly, John, I didn't know you were in that that long. Wow. Yeah. You're old. You're almost as you're not as old as me though. But I, uh, I don't I don't I don't look at <laughs> you know my <laughs> That's right. You take care of yourself. Whereas me, clearly, clearly look at me. I've uh you know I don't know. That's <laughs> where I am the I'm the poster child for uh, had I known I was going to live this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. So I am that just, you know, look that up and there's, I should be right there in the picture. So today we're talking about trips. We're talking about yes. youth ministry trips and what yes. makes for a good trip. What are some elements of that you have? Uh, mm-hmm. I'll let, I'll let everybody listening and watch right now. There's going to be a, a free gift at the end that we're going to give you guys, uh, to help you plan your traveling and all that. So stick around for that. But I'd like to know, John, can yes. you tell me, can you tell me about a trip? that you planned in quotation mm-hmm. marks, you planned, yes. but it did not go quite uh, the way you thought it was going to go. And maybe some reasons why, why that trip did not go. We have all had them, by the way, I want to point that out that I have have my fair share of them. So we're not sure uh, doing ever. So, so just tell me about a trip. Maybe that maybe you did in youth ministry that you said, wow, that didn't, that didn't go quite like I thought it was going to go. As far as something that didn't go well. Um, I don't know. I've always kind of been a planner. I mean, I could talk about the uh, one time I planned a trip, the the first time a youth group did a spring break trip and um, everybody was like parents and the rest of the staff and uh, even some students were like, yeah, that sounds really awesome. But when push came to shove, no one signed up. So like oh, wow. nobody signed up whatsoever. So I had to kind of cancel that. Um, you know, beforehand, I could talk about the one time I actually, my very first trip, uh, as a full-time youth pastor, um, had, had planned everything like well, so I thought, but in th- this, this particular incident was outside of my control. It was, this, it was a ski trip. So yay, ski trips, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yay, I love ski trips. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll go, we'll go with that. Lots of relationship building opportunities. Um, so uh, we were in West Virginia for this particular one, and this was like the last night. So everybody's like staying up late. They have night skiing. They have lights on the slopes, and everybody's just going hard and having a blast and everything. And it's like, I don't know, 9.15 or 9.30, and the slope shut down at like 10. So most people were on their last run of the night. Well, I'm like skiing down and like waving to kids and stuff and having a good time. And I get to the bottom of the mountain and all of a sudden I get a phone call from ski patrol and I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. Do you know, do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah, well they're up here with ski patrol and I'm like, Oh geez. Mm. So he's, they're like, he's had a, he's had an accident and probably needs to go to the hospital. And I'm like, Oh, wonderful. This is great. So the guy that uh, ended up like breaking his arm and he was, uh, you know, for, for a kid, his age, he was essentially a golf prodigy. He was really good at golf, uh, on his like school, you know, golf team and all the things And I'm like, Oh, great. This is going to be a fun conversation. So, uh, everything ended up being fine, but it just kind of, the wheels fell off, uh, in that moment, like, you know, essentially right before we were due to, to end the trip. Um, 
I've had yeah. one time uh, going to youth camp in the summer. We were driving a little dually 15 passenger church bus and had uh, one of our tires uh, blow up and crack went like it blew up so forcefully it cracked the wheel well on the on the church bus and there's a kid sitting above it and like came out of his seat and like cracked his head on the luggage rack above him and this was in the middle of uh, metro atlanta as uh if anybody listening to this or you are uh, are familiar with spaghetti junction it's where 285 and interstate 85 meet on the kind of northern end of atlanta and we were coming off the interstate and we were kind of in between one of the on-ramps and the through traffic for the interstate and kind of sandwiched in this one little area and had to limp like down the interstate escorted to a Walmart. And yeah, it was just, a, it was just a crazy thing. Oh, so no. but most of the things that have gone wrong for me are those unexpected things you can't plan for. Right. And I had, you know, it's funny. I think anybody that's, uh, I look, I went on a ski trip and I had a girl break her leg and we may have been at the same place. I don't know if you, did you go to snowshoe? No, we were at winter place. Oh, winter place. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we, we did. I've, I've been to winter place and I've been to snowshoes. So both yeah. of them are, are great spots by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I've had a girl break her, uh, break her leg. And that was, uh, that was my, my phone call that I got, uh, sure. come, come down the mountain. I will tell you this though. There's a time that I went, I had scheduled night of joy, which used to be a big, huge music festival mm-hmm. at Disney world. Yep. And I had planned, uh, I, there's three adults and about 20, some odd students seven right it was seven to one ratio probably a little high you know but we were all going and at that very moment i got a phone call that my wife went into labor i couldn't cancel i couldn't cancel the trip so i sent two adults and 20 some odd (laughs) kids to disney world (laughs) so i'm like you know i probably and this was in my younger days so like i probably should have had more adults I didn't have enough adults, right? So right. there are things, but you did bring up a good point, John, is the very first thing you started with was not getting kids signed up for a trip, right? Yep. If there's a trip, a good trip mm-hmm. starts with people signing up for the trip sure. right? because it yeah. gives you momentum, right? All those other things that we experience are somewhat, they're, they're beyond our control, but there are things that are within our control, such as when we start sign up, mm-hmm. getting kids signed up momentum and all that kind of good stuff so now let's move into that phase where listen you have so there's trips that you planned really well i want you to brag on yourself a little Mm -hmm. bit a trip that you planned you planned it you were intentional about it and it was a great trip because you paid attention to some details that uh that that maybe other youth that youth pastors could really grab onto and go yeah we should pay attention to that yeah sure so um I guess, you know, I could think of some from, you know, my, my current line of work, but also in youth ministry specifically, this was not the same um, summer camp trip, but we were definitely going out of town by about 10 hours. Uh, we were headed to camp to stay um, at Winston-Salem. And uh, we were, you know, so driving from North Alabama, there's a pretty decent haul. Um, so one of the things we had to do was, okay, you know, what, what are our stops going to look like? Um, what sort of, you know, uh, flex time are we going to build in? How early are we going to leave? What time do we need to tell people to actually be there versus what time do, to, to leave and, and load and all those things versus, you know, what time are we 
actually going to pull out? So what do I actually tell people, right, to, to get them exactly. to show up so right. we can leave when we need to leave? So I always start from there, uh, especially because a lot of our uh, camp trips mean um, early morning departures. Because, you know, registration for a lot of youth camps is typically after lunch between like one and three or something like that. So and in, in, in a lot of times you don't want to necessarily add to the cost of, uh, say, a, another night hotel or additional food or whatever the case may be. So, you know, you know, five thirty, six o'clock departures are, are pretty common. And uh, we've had kids, you know, sleep through alarms, parents sleep through alarms and all those sorts of things. So how do you how do you deal with that? What sort of ground rules do you put in place? And I find, you know, most of the time you, you only control what you can control, what you know you can control. And that is for us, what time can I turn the key in the van to pull out of the parking lot? And what does it take to get there? Um, so you can't always depend on people to show up on time. If they do, great. You know, embrace that mess and and you know and <laughs> And, and run with it. Um, so uh, going to camp in North Carolina uh, was a, was an early um, early departure for us, and uh, that meant plan, you know planning out our stops. I think we stopped in Asheville uh, for lunch and ate at like a Moe's Southwest Grill or something like that. Um, and then uh, we went on to camp, had a great week of camp. Um, we actually had enough adults that time, which was great. And because uh, we we wanted to do something kind of I don't know, new to, to bring back um, some, I don't know, fun things. Uh, we went to uh, Carowinds. It's right there on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina, not terribly far. I think, I want to say Charlotte, uh, not terribly far from uh, where we were at camp. I want to see it's like 45 minutes or an hour long drive. But Winston-Salem is also the corporate headquarters to Krispy Kreme Donuts. So we went by Krispy Kreme oh. while we were there. I was like, guys, I don't know if we can get into the HQ or not, but uh, we're going to a Krispy Kreme, whatever it is. So we we left time to do all these things. And these are things that took planning, took conversations with parents and and looking at the budget and figuring out where the money's going to come from and you know, marketing these things. It's, it's selling the thing, selling these things. We we don't like to think about, you know, youth camp necessarily as a as a sales experience, but essentially you're marketing yourself, you're marketing the event. Uh, you're marketing what uh, you're going to get out of that. And it sounds kind of weird to cross like ministry and in, in marketing and sales. But when you boil it down, you're trying to get people to come and do stuff. And what is it going to take to, to get, get there? And what is your why? That is big for me in my life. What is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? You know, in our case with youth camp, it was hoping kids would, you know, have, have changed lives and experience salvation and grow in their relationships with the Lord and have opportunities to serve. You know, and 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 we did all that. We accomplished those things. But in in the same vein, we wanted to have opportunities to build relationships, and we did that by you know going to Carowinds, which is owned by Cedar Fair, so massive amusement park, mm-hmm. um, you know, company. And we had a blast doing it. We you know spent uh, we had some money kind of left over from fundraising, so I used that to book a one night hotel stay on the way back, so we could just kind of slow down let what we experienced in camp marinate over us, talk about those experiences and have a little fun while we were doing it on the way back. And everyone was fully in support of that. And we had uh, an absolute blast. We ended up going, we asked the hotel for recommendations. This is kind of funny. Uh, we asked the hotel for recommendations on where to eat. So, you know, North Carolina, 
great place to grab some barbecue more like mm-hmm. so sure. where can we go to get some more barbecue and they like listed a few places and i was like well this place is the closest let's just go there well unbeknownst to me it's like a cross between like a biker bar and a barbecue joint so here we are we pull up this is a quasi fail but not really we pull up in the like yeah. the, the church van and like everybody loved it we had fun but i'm like Oh geez, like I'm gonna get fired for this. Somebody's gonna like whatever just because of some of the stuff mm. that was out. But everything was fine. Like we had, uh, we had fun, and uh, a lot of kids, you know, grew. And uh, it was a smaller group that uh, that year, but it's a great memory and a great opportunity. I think a milestone for some of the people that went, for sure. Yeah, and you brought up so many good points. And in fact, you led right into where we're going next. Is mm-hmm. you're offering uh, ten free travel tips. Yes. Uh, and one of those you just mentioned, uh, yep. well, we mentioned two was one was plan well. And yes. and number two was remember your why. Yep. Uh, and that's on there. And I want you to give me, give me two or three more. Let me go ahead and uh, let me, can I pick, I'll pick two and I'll uh-huh. let you pick one that you want to talk about. Sure. Okay. Tell me about specific needs. Why, specific. What are you, why, yeah. Why is that on the list? So um, I think that's on the list because you've got to understand your group. So you're the people that are coming with you and what you're going to be doing. Uh, and it's, it's like, sometimes we have our mindset, okay, we're going to camp and we're going to have some fun, play some games, serve some people, go to some worship services, stay in some stinky college dorms or questionable <laughs> retreat centers or whatever it may be. And you eat powdered eggs and just you know, in country time lemonade and just have a blast doing it. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, we get so focused on the doing sometimes we forget about the who. And, and what is going? So who is making up the group that are going? Who are the adults that are going? Do you know them? Do you know where their relationships to the Lord are at? Not like in a judgmental sort of way, mm-hmm. um, but do you know you know where they're at? What what's what's the role of God playing in their life right now? How can you minister to them? How can you partner uh, with them? So know your adult leaders. Know your parents with the kids if there are parents and guardians in the home. Um, because, you know, more often than not, you know, we'll run across foster children and others that are at youth camp. So we don't necessarily, you can't, can't assume that everybody has a parent at home or everybody has two parents at home, let alone one uh, necessarily. So understanding who is going, do your kids have any specific allergy needs? Yeah, we like to joke around about the gluten-free and the peanut allergies and all these things. But uh, until you've experienced it yourself uh, or you have people that are close to you that have experienced, like you be take those things seriously. You know, it's, it's a way that we can minister to those people and saying, yes, you do belong here. Um, and not just, oh, we're inclusive. Let's include everybody. But you know, we are ministering to these people by providing for their needs and in, in, in getting to know them and showing them that we're serious about getting to know them. Are there any mobility issues? Do your kids, you know, take any, the kids that are going, or even adults necessarily have any specific medical issues? Are there any, you know, medications involved for anybody that's traveling? So really uh, looking at the small things that make up the people that are going. And then what are the, what are the, physical, but mainly like spiritual needs. Like what, what are those that are there that, um, you know, your, the kids, the students that you have going with you, the adults, wh- what do they need and how can you meet those needs? What you, can you do uh, to create an environment of, of belonging and uh, acceptance to where, you know, the, the field will be ripe 
uh, for them to grow. Um, maybe it means wrestling with some tough issues that that they've got going on. Maybe it means uh, embracing something that they thought they weren't um, or letting go of things that they're not. Uh, so, you know, just getting to know the people uh, and walking alongside them and um, being as Christ to them is important. Yeah. And that boy, I tell you what, that's worth the whole show right there. I mean, you unpacked one of the 10 mm-hmm. on this list and that's worth the whole show, John. Sure. Just, just, just specific needs. Think about yeah. it. And I love that point too. I had not thought about that, but I've had kids before who were in foster, uh, either in foster care or in a foster mm-hmm. home who came along that maybe I was unaware of that. And, and yes, those are special needs. I also had, you know, I had a girl with diabetes who I had to make sure, right? I said, hey, have you taken your shot, right? These are right. these somebody, if not yourself, an adult on your team has to be able to facilitate this and make sure that medication's available, make sure, uh, you know, there, there's something sweet like a Coke or something for that uh, right. you know, person that they need if, if in fact they, uh, you know, have an episode or something like that. Sure. So that one right there is worth everything. But let me just cover one more here. And I, I said you have uh, pack a go bag. Yeah. Pack a go bag. What is it? Pack what a is go it? bag. Yeah. And who yeah. is that for? This is for everybody. And okay. I think regardless, in, in the go bag has some kind of basic core elements to it, I think. Um, but, you, you know, and I'll list some of those here in a second. But depending on what the trip you're taking is, uh, well, may depend on what is in the go bag. So this is the kind of thing, um, and this is just what I call it. You may call it something else. And these are things that a lot of you may already have. Uh, but the first thing that comes to mind is a first aid kit. You don't necessarily need like the, the fishing tackle box of band-aids and in Walmart brand Advil and Tylenol and Benadryl that expired three years ago because you only ever use the thing for camp or whatever it is. But like, just get something basic, right? Um, And and have those conversations, preparatory conversations with uh, your volunteers. Make Mm -hmm. lists. I hate lists. I I really do. I despise them. But uh, having lists actually helps me. Uh, it helps me tune in to where we're at and mm-hmm. then, you know, make yeah. a folder on your notes app, Evernote, Google Drive, Dropbox, whatever you got, things that you can go back to, to be like, what what have I put in here in years past? What do I need this time? Um, and what don't I need this time? Because you don't necessarily want to haul around stuff that you just don't need. Uh, simple things to put in there. Um, so uh, like, a, like a small, like, you know, portable like first aid kit with a few Band-Aids and some antiseptic wipes and, and all those kinds of things, maybe some Advil or Tylenol. Um, I would also say, uh, have a conversation. If, if you have females going, have a conversation with your female chaperones to see if there are any feminine hygiene products uh, that you need, because that's a need. I can't, you know, I can tell you the number of times I've made a midnight Walmart run uh, yeah. to pick up tampons or pads. I mean, it just, yep. it happens. <laughs> and they're like, you're right. Will you go and pick up? Do you mind? I'm like, look, I, I'm married. I have four kids. It's fine. Like, just <laughs> <That's right. laughs> tell me what you need. We'll make it happen. That's right. Um, but so, so those kinds of things. Um, and again, you don't have to pick a lot of these things. Um, I would also say even like electrolytes. So in summer, especially summer camp, uh, whether it's like a little propel or a liquid IV or something like that, um, like a, you know, even like a sugar-free Gatorade powder, the individual things that you can mix in um, because you can't, you tell people to, to hydrate and, you know, drink their water or whatever, if you're outside serving or they're out on the rec field, but they don't always listen to you. And it's pretty huge. If like you have something that you can give them, um, you know, immediately to perk them back up, because if you're not hydrating well during those activities, um, that's a big deal. I would also have a list of emergency contacts 
uh, as well. Um, most people probably have something on their phone or in a binder or tablet or something like that or folder, physical folder. But having like a very basic like paper of emergency contacts, phone numbers for the parents, you know, where your local hospitals are, all those kinds of things. Sometimes camps and conferences will supply some of that to you. If so, great. Uh, but make sure you have those things um, with you at all times. And then uh, I would also definitely include uh, a couple of different charging cables for, you know, like a lightning cable for people that have iPhones and maybe a USB-C if you're like an Android person and a uh, and at least one, um, you know, well-charged, maybe a couple of ports, like a portable USB power thing. Um, because your chaperones might need it if you let your kids have their phones um, they might need it for whatever reason. And the phone conversation is a separate conversation. We could dedicate a whole episode to, I'm sure, but. Oh, sure. And, and <laughs> I, yeah. I like what you said though about having parents names, uh, phone yeah. numbers, because if a student is uh, in my case, uh, you know, I have had students in the past where yes. um, they were having issues, uh, behavioral issues. And sometimes I just have to ring it up. I got to have that. I got to some, you know, have those <laughs> four C ahead. Who are you right. going to have to have on speed dial? Who's right. which parent uh, special, maybe those parents with that have special needs kids, yep. you want to have them on speed dial. So have that in your phone. But also if you know that there's going to be, uh, it could possibly be a behavioral issue, yep. uh, not necessarily because they're intentional, but maybe they're young or something like that, but have those phone numbers in your, in your phone already um, just to have them on go. Yeah. And and I think like the key is with with a go bag is not overloading yourself. Mm. Um, when you travel with a group of any size, I think you feel a natural tendency to like be prepared for every eventuality. <laughs> yeah, and and you got to carry all your stuff. You got to have your tablet, your phone, your computer. You got to have your three inch thick binder of all the forms and all the things. Yeah. I mean, use your use your smartphone if you have that to take pictures of everything. So you can just pull it up manually. Leave the folder or whatever in your room in a van where place where it's locked and you know it's going to be safe and i would say pack light uh, so it's something you could easily just grab and go and you know all your necessities are there yeah yeah so you know i, I would say also especially for like camp and youth events um maybe some note cards and pens uh, just something simple because you never know when you might have an opportunity to use those or when a kid's like i don't have anything to write with so you know there you go that never happens uh yeah i was gonna say too um, you know, when you're, you're, you're on these trips. Oh, so is it, so let me ask this fanny pack or no fanny pack. Is, it is depends fanny, on how you wear it. How should one wear it? Well, I think, Just, I think I'm asking think, for a friend, John, I'm asking for a friend, I, fanny pack. Think, or no, how do you wear I think it? These days, these days, the kids wear it like a sling bag, almost like okay. kind of across their chest. So, uh, more so than around their waist. Um, uh, Okay. So in fanny pack means I think something else in another country, but uh, oh wow, and maybe across yeah. the maybe one across the yeah, chest, like a cross like a body bandolier. sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably that's probably a good that's a good thing. You don't want to be. By the way, I've had uh, and I've been on mission trips where I'm wearing the fanny pack. Yep. And my kids are taking pictures, and they're they're of course unbeknownst to you, they are just yep. blowing you up oh, yeah. on somebody's feed and saying, "Hey, look at Pastor Paul's fanny pack." Well. He's cool. Just embrace it. <laughs> Not. Yeah, that's right. Just embrace, embrace it. the awkwardness. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Good. All right. So I'm going to let you pick. Now I've picked two. Give me one more off this list that you say, you know what? Pay attention to this one. Um, I will say, uh, I'll actually give you um, kind of a don't bonus. Get, now, oh, my, I was going to say, you give me a bonus. Go ahead. So th this is sort of my, I don't know. We've kind of already talked about one of these. Uh, I'll give you my sort of secret sauce for travel planning. Are you ready? This is it. 
Okay. It just this this is it. This will make or break your trip. Um, that is this plan well, but be flexible. Plan well, but be flexible. Okay. So you want to, you know, have all the forms, make all the phone calls, have all the, the the conversations with the parents and where you're going and make sure the vehicles are lined up and making sure your kids are safe and they're going to be fed and they're getting up at the right time. They're going to where they need to be. and They're going to bed at the right time, hopefully, you know, and, and all those sorts of things. You want to handle all the logistics, but what happens, like I was talking about earlier, what happens when you have a kid that breaks their arm, you got to go to the emergency room. What happens when you have a tire blow up in the middle of the interstate? And you've got, you know, two other, three other vehicles following behind you. What happens if there's like a medical, you know, a different medical emergency or something happens at the camp, the power goes out. So there are all these sorts of eventualities that you hope don't happen. And, and you try to plan to be prepared for a lot of them. Um, but at the same time, you're still the leader of your group. People are going to look to you and how you react uh, in those sorts of situations, uh, whether you like it or not. Um, they will. So if you're mad and upset and you're angry, they're going to see that and they're going to play off of that. If you're forward thinking and you're like, okay, this has happened. Uh, this is what we're going to do. And you know, you're following those steps. They're going to see that you've got your stuff together. Because remember at the same time, when the unexpected happens, especially at a camp or retreat situation, uh, or even maybe a more local event, kids and even adults are processing with stuff and they're dealing with things and they need you to be as fully present as possible. And they need the other adults to be as fully present as possible uh, so we can be in tune with the Holy Spirit and what God's doing and, and, and move forward. Uh, and if we're so caught up in the, oh my gosh, this has happened, what am I going to do? You know, and we forget that, okay, this is an overused cliche, but God's got this. He does. His purpose is greater than ours. And yeah. if we believe that and we embrace that, we've, we've got to be learn to be flexible. And this is something I'm speaking to myself here because <laughs> flexibility is something that, um, you know, I've, I've struggled with. As a as a ADHD kid, you know, I, I get super hyper focused on things, and I'm like, oh, it's got to be this way, got to be this way, got to be this way. Um, and when the unexpected happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, it just every, everything's a failure now. <laughs> it, it's not. Yeah. And and so so plan well, be flexible, and then I think supporting that is remembering your why. If you can remember your why and stick to that and be flexible. You know, I think I'll have a successful trip regardless of what happens, what comes your way. Yeah. And I, you know what? And and my brain, talk, and don't hate me, but I love lists. I'm a big list guy. In fact, it's going to be a part. I have a list. I created a list to go along with your list. <laughs> That's going to be as Fair part enough. of the freebie. Fair as enough. part of the freebie. Because I break down each one of your 10, uh, your top 10 travel tips yeah. that you're going to give. There'll be a link down in the description below that if you want this and you do, because not only am I giving you a full list and questions and everything else that goes under each one of those, I'm actually going to do audio for it. So I'm actually going to read through it with you, make sure you're, you're taking these steps. But one thing that you brought out here is my brain went to schedule, flexibility of schedule. Mm -hmm. In other words, that it can't, like me, I'm like, we got to be here. It's got, it's this time. It's got to be happening. How, why are you, why are we late? Why are we not, why are we doing this? Right. And so, I, so, I, but, but there needs to be, flexibility in the schedule as well to where you're not so stressing yourself out to get to places and go do things but Absolutely. you bring up emotional flexibility mm -hmm. that you have to be emotionally flexible yep. during this trip because you can already just plan and say look things are not going to go 100 your way something is going to occur something so you prepare yep. yourself for it. this is look when this happens not not if it happens 
when it happens, here's going to be my response to that. It's not right. going to be reactive. It's going to be responsive in some way. Right. If a kid's late to the trip, if a if a, a leader does something stupid, if the the place you went to uh, it weather happens and something does and and cancels out a thing, you like you said have to be stay up for the benefit of the entire group. Right. Otherwise, if you're down, if you're angry, if you're disappointed, that spreads throughout the entire group. Sure. Absolutely. And, and I think that's such a great point about emotional flexibility. Well, listen, John, I want to get to this real quick. Uh, once again, you are a, uh, well, you're two things. I, I wrote down to the, you're, you're an independent travel consultant, but yep. you're also I, I, as a subtitle travel advisor. Uh, tell me, because I want them, I want our audience to know those that are both watching and listening uh, because you do such an effective job. I'm familiar with your work. You plan a lot of things. Tell me the types of things that you plan for people. All right. So uh, these days, yeah, the technical title is independent travel consultant. Um, the I don't like using the word travel agent. I mean, am I one? Yeah, but it, more of a travel advisor. Um, I you know work from my home. This is my home office and I'm often at a coffee shop or, you know, mm -hmm. somewhere as well. Cause I can't, you know, I have trouble staying in one place and it's actually easier for me to focus when there's a lot going on, um, sort of in an ambient way. So I'm out uh, a lot, but the kinds of trips I book, um, I work with a lot of couples, families, even individuals, sometimes in groups, uh, of all kinds. I've helped churches, uh, with their mission trip details, uh, things like, you know, airfare, um, you know, a group that just went to Alaska and one that went to Brazil recently, mm. you know, helping coordinate some of those things. So they don't have to, uh, worry about it. Like how do you book group air? How do you make sure that, you know, everybody's on the same page is gonna, you know, so uh, how do all those things work? Like some, some, um, places are very experienced. They know how to do all that, but, um, you know, it's, it can be helpful sometimes to kind of have somebody that you can go to when something happens, uh, in the field. So you don't have to be on the phone or whatever. Like you have somebody back home handling it. Um, but I do a lot of like honeymoon trips, um, birthday trips, graduation trips, those kinds of things, cruises, all inclusives, uh, to a bunch of the, um, also send folks to the, um, parks in central Florida to universal and Disney and, even over on the West coast, uh, as well to Disneyland and really all over the world. Um, so it's not just theme park stuff. Uh, it's not just cruises, not just all inclusives, but, uh, Europe and everything in between. So if you can think about it, if it's a place that you can go and do something, uh, we could help uh, get you there. And most of the time, uh, we don't actually charge extra planning fees either. There are very few instances where we do, but the vast majority of the time, uh, you don't. So like, for example, if, if Paul or anybody listening to this, you went online and you booked your own trip to go to say Walt Disney world, um, you're going to pay the same price. If you were to do all the legwork your own self yourself versus if you went through somebody, uh, like me, uh, hopefully me, but <laughs> you know, you, well, yeah. may, you may have a travel advisor you're already working with. And if so, you know, that's, um, that's, that's fine. Um, and, and the funny story how I got into this in the first place was I needed uh, a, a an extra sort of side hustle sort of income uh, because of some things that happened in my history of, of, of ministry. And that's a story for another day. <laughs> I think most people in ministry have experienced some level of, of ministry mm -hmm. trauma. Sure. Um, that's basically what, um, why I had to get a, uh, a side job. And this was a natural thing because my wife and I were both I have a background as cast members at Walt Disney World, and we were all always kind of the go-to people for 
Disney travel planning for a while. And then one day she goes, why don't you get paid for this? I've got a friend that does. So I said, okay, that's a good idea. So why not doing it anyway? It's fun. I mean, I'm not going to say that I hate my job. I don't, I love it. It's great. Um, but it just grew into something more and uh, God made it apparent uh, to me a couple of years ago uh, that um, the sort of season of my life for now serving in congregational youth ministry was coming to a close. Not that I would yeah. in this particular way. Sure. Still at the same church. We're still volunteering, but um, that's a little bit of what I do uh, and how I got there in uh, maybe a little bit what's going on. So, now. so if a, so if a group is saying, looks, and they're going on yep. a missions trip to Florida mm -hmm. and they want a day, right. Yep. They want to plan a day. They want to go to the park. They say, we have a free day today, which you usually have sure. uh, for a mission trip. Mm -hmm. You can say, look, they can call you or get in contact with you and say, hey, can you help us book a day uh, to do all the parks? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Because and, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you can you know, there's little secret things to you do as mm -hmm. a uh, with there's little extra bonuses when we talk about planning yeah. a trip and adding little surprises and little things sure. that you can offer them. Yeah, uh, those are the type it, of things you do as well. Yeah, it's not uh, what I do is not just transactional. Um, it's not just a, oh, I booked this for you and then you go and, and then yeah. you leave. Some people like to, you know, micromanage their itineraries and that's what you like to do. Fine. Um, that's fine. And I don't say that like negatively. There are a lot of people that like to do that. I like to do that. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. So that's, that's yeah. totally okay. Um, it's not about necessarily a, a control thing so much as it is having somebody there that has experienced a lot of these things personally, that knows the ins and outs, that is there for you again. So you don't have to you know, worry, uh, if something happens, like while you're there, you have a kid that gets sick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have somebody that can help you take care of the details, help you explore the options, um, that can sure. be there in your back pocket in case you need them. If you don't, that's fine. You're not paying yeah. anything extra for it in the case of Walt Disney world, uh, or Disneyland for that matter. So, well, yeah. So if you are looking for somebody, uh, to help you, whether it's mission trips, special mm -hmm. things, cruises. I mean, take yep. your youth group on a cruise. That'd be fun. Uh, but if you're looking for some of those things, I'm going to encourage you to get in touch with John. Yep. Uh, it's like adding it. Listen to this. Think about this for a second. He's planning something for you that you don't have to plan. Mm -hmm. You're adding somebody to your team yep. that you don't have to manage. <laughs> you have somebody who's helping on your behest to do the things that you really want done. Somebody who understands groups, somebody who understands youth groups, somebody who understands the specialness of the trip yep. that you're taking. And so I'm going to encourage you to contact John and, and look him up and ask him, at least go in there and ask him some questions about what's available. Because some of you have trips planned right now. You say, I need some help. I need help with rooms. I need help with um, yep. special locations. I need all of these things. John, where can people get a hold of you to ask you some of these questions? Great question. So the easiest way uh, to do that is if you just type in travelmationjohn.com. So travelmation, that's mation with an M like Mickey. So travelmationjohn.com, it'll take you to my digital business card. Uh, there's an info form that'll pop up right there. You can put in your name, email address, and phone number. And then there's a little button you can click on to put in some notes. Um, you could do that. I'm also on Facebook uh, as well. I'm friends with Paul on, on Facebook. So you can find me that way through my personal profile. Uh, you could also search for Travelmation Team Rogers as well. Um, so again, just travelmationjohn.com is the easiest way. 
I think. And all of his information, or at least how you can contact him, is on the freebie that we're giving you today. Yeah. So if you want to contact him, all that information is there. You're going to get the 10 free tips, travel tips. We didn't discuss all of them, but we alluded to many of them that are on the list. But you're also going to get the bonus list that I've created because I'm a list mm -hmm. guy and I'm trying to help you plan the best trip you can possibly plan. And I'm going to give you the audio of that as well. So it's something you can listen to as well as read. So uh, reach out to him today. Get the download. There'll be a link down in the description. John, thank you so much today for, for helping us plan the best missions trips, camp trips you know, fun trips that, that we can possibly plan. You've added so much value today. And I think the people that are listening and people that are watching uh, just got excited about their trips. Yeah, I hope so. And uh, yeah, I would love to work with you guys and listen to you and hear more about your travel needs and how we could uh, work together. Be great. John, thanks for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. It's been a blast. What a joy having John on the show today. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you got a ton of value from it. And if you did, don't forget, there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up for my newsletter, get the expanded version where you get the 10 tips. You're also going to get a 12-part audio series where I share my thoughts, some experiences, and even more tips from some of my trips that I've taken and how I made them unforgettable. And then every week, you're going to get a jam-packed newsletter in your inbox filled with videos, articles, and more. So be sure to go ahead and sign up today. And don't forget to reach out to John. All his information is down there in the show notes as well. If you have a trip coming up, you want to make it unforgettable, he will help you make it unforgettable. But that is it for this episode. And don't forget, everybody, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a great job and you're going to get better. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.